Section 16 of Birds and Nature, Volume 11, Number 3, March 1902. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Diana Schmidt. The Domestic Sheep, Ovis Aries. It was a little strip of fur which adorned a lady's cloak. It was soft and warm and black and curly. The lady called it Estrachan, but the sheep, whose lamb met an early death, that its pleasing fine coat might become the covering of someone in faraway America, still lives on the steppes of the Far East. Her master and herder belong to one of the wandering tribes which roam about Central Asia. Had the lamb lived to maturity, its beautiful fine coat would have changed to coarse hair, very unlike the wool of the sheep we find in America. It would have grown to a large size. It would have had short horns, a very short, flat tail, with great bunches of fat on the haunches at either side. There would have been among its companions some sheep entirely white, others white with black heads but in its immediate family all would have been black throughout. Imagine the little lamb taking the journey across the eastern continent. Should we follow it in its journey, we would find many interesting varieties of its kind. In crossing Syria and Asia Minor, we would find the curious, flat-tailed sheep. Their tails are most remarkable to one unaccustomed to the sight, for they are long masses of fat sometimes weighing forty or fifty pounds, and often trailing upon the ground. In this case, they are frequently supported by little sledges to relieve the animal of its burden. It seems impossible to understand why these tails should grow to this inconvenient and enormous length, when other breeds nearby have practically no tails at all. Leaving the country of the broad-tailed sheep and passing along the south of Europe, we find in Spain a very important and interesting variety, the merino sheep. While in the mountains of Spain they are found in the greatest perfection, the breed has spread over many parts of Europe and has been introduced into South Africa, America, and Australia. It is noted for the fineness of its wool and is considered by many to be the most profitable of all sheep. For some reason, the merino sheep has not found favor in the British Isles, but we find there are many other well-known round-tailed varieties. The Shetland and Orkney breeds have in their fleece soft, fine wool, largely intermixed with hair. They are of small size and horns may be found on both sexes, although they may be lacking in the ewes. The soft-wooled sheep of Scotland are a breed nearly extinct. They have short horns, lank bodies, and short wool. In Wales, we find two races of small size. One lives in the higher mountains, is dark in color, has much hair mixed with soft wool, and horns are found on both sexes. The other race is without horns and is covered with a soft wool. Both varieties are hardy and are noted for their fine flesh. The Irish Wicklow sheep were originally very similar to the Welsh variety. Among other Irish breeds, the Kerry is best known. 
it is wild in disposition larger than the welsh sheep with horns frequently absent in the ewes the hardest and boldest of all the british races are the black-faced heath breed these have dark-colored limbs and faces and coarse and shaggy fleeces the cheviot breed are hornless with white limbs and faces they are heavier than the heath breed but have less endurance the old norfolk breed of the east of england are strong and active with horns which are thick and spiral in the rams the body and limbs are long the face and legs black and the silky wool is of medium length the dartmoor and exmoor sheep are the breeds of the older forests commons and chases they are of small size may or may not have horns have dark or gray faces and have wool of medium length the well-known south downs have no horns they have dark brown faces ears and limbs the head is always comparatively small the lower jaws are thin and fine and the space between the ears is well covered with wool the dorset and pink-nosed somerset breed are in the southwest of england they are known by their long white limbs and their white faces the muzzle is sometimes flesh-colored and the wool is of medium length then there are the various long-wooled sheep of which the new leicester breed is considered first in respect to form and ability to fatten readily other long-wooled sheep are the lincolnshire the romney marsh the coatswold the devonshire the knots and the long-wooled irish breeds there are other breeds less well known and less important but the breeds of the british isles are by no means confined to that locality they have been taken to the united states and to other countries in fact some variety of domestic sheep can be found in every land and no animal is more useful to its owner in spite of the various breeds the characteristics of all domestic sheep are similar they have not the courage and independence of their cousins the wild sheep of the mountains these delight to roam to the highest altitudes some species being found as high as twenty two thousand feet above the level of the sea no other animal save the musk ox and the mountain goat can exist at this height doubtless the domestic sheep would thrive better if it could escape the low levels and the plains for like the wild sheep it is a mountain-loving creature it has adapted itself to the lower altitude but at a great loss of its original characteristics it has to an extreme extent become a dependent animal unable to care for itself totally lacking in courage and resources very easily frightened and without marked character an entire flock is easily startled by any unusual noise thunder and lightning completely unsettles them and human efforts to quiet them often prove unavailing brehm tells us that on the steppes of russia and asia the shepherds often have the most arduous tasks in preserving their charges during a snowstorm or thunderstorm the panic-stricken flocks disperse in a wild stampede rushing out into the wastes of the steppe like senseless creatures 
and then resignedly suffer themselves to be snowed under or to freeze without making any attempt to shelter themselves from the storm or even to seek for food in russia a goat is generally used as a leader for a flock of sheep but even a goat is not always able to keep the stupid animals under proper guidance during a thunderstorm they huddle together and cannot be made to move if lightning strikes into the flock says lenz many are killed at once if fire breaks out in the sheepfold the sheep do not run out but on the contrary sometimes rush into the fire the best manner of rescuing sheep from a burning fold or structure is to let the sheep-dog to which they are accustomed drive them out to a certain degree however the sheep exhibits mental capacity it learns to know its keeper obeys his call and displays a certain amount of affection and docility towards him it seems to have a liking for music or at least it patiently and passively listens to the bagpipe playing of the shepherd and it has evidently some premonition of impending changes in the weather sheep thrive best on a diet of various dried plants the botanist linnaeus states that they feed on three hundred and twenty-seven of the common central european plants avoiding one hundred and forty-one ranunculus cypress spurge meadow saffron shave grass wild cabbage or skunk cabbage and rushes are poison to it it is fond of salt and fresh drinking water is necessary to its well-being the mother usually gives birth to but one lamb although occasionally there are more the little creature must first have human care but later they are permitted to follow their mother which shows great affection for her offspring a sheep may live to be fourteen years of age though at nine or ten years it will lose most of its teeth and cannot maintain itself by grazing john ainsley end of section sixteen